0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe. Welcome to another edition of After Hours with Tifo and Luby, Jeff DeForest, and Mike Luby Lubitz with you here on Believe Network, and uh, it's a pleasure to welcome this guy. We've known him for a long, long time. Long-time writer for the Miami Herald and then syndicated in over 500 newspapers around the country. And this is a guy that sees the humor in anything, uh, our type of guy, and uh, a modern-day Hemingway. As uh, we welcome to the show, uh, the great uh, author and humorist Dave Barry joins us here on the program. Dave, how are you?
1: I'm good, Jeff. How are you? You old degenerate
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> we were just lamenting that our horse uh, drew an awful post, a kiss of death post for the Kentucky Derby. So uh, we're a week away from another uh, example of uh, self-sabotage. Uh, uh, you have a new offering out there and uh, always sensational stuff. Uh, and I, I thought maybe you had thought of me also in uh, in scripting Swamp Story, which I thought was about my second marriage here in Florida. Uh, <laughs> tell us a little bit about this one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's a it's a book of, it's a it's a novel and it's, a, it's supposed to be a funny I think it's a funny novel anyway, and it's uh, people who don't live in Florida now you live in Florida so you know yes um, sometimes sometimes think we make these things up you know like but it talks about the Python challenge for example uh, when I when I talk about this in other parts of the country people think I um, there's no what are you kidding you would just have people come down there from anywhere and try to kill these, kill these gigantic snakes? And they go, yeah, that's that's part of Florida. So it's, it's got the python challenge. It's got alligators. It's got weird criminals, and it's got uh, just strange goings on. In other words, it's if, if you're like many people in your impression of the state of Florida, particularly the Miami area, is that it's crazy and weird and dangerous, uh, this will not change your mind, this book. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I would imagine over the years, I mean, uh, you couldn't get any more of a natural source. We were talking about this uh, when we were saying that you were going to be on our uh, Believe podcast today on uh, another show that we do that, uh, you know, you you couldn't ask for a better place because uh, here in Florida, the the truth is funnier than fiction. And so uh, all you have to do is go do a little research on anything that's happened here. And and the political scene couldn't be any more comical uh, you know i mean it is already nationally with a rerun uh coming in the uh presidential election coming up between uh the, the senile and, and the uh sadistic but uh you know you couldn't ask for a better source uh, maybe than south florida politics to uh to derive humor from
1: absolutely the uh carl hyphen the great writer uh the best of all florida writers uh good friend of mine and carl Carl says uh, – and this sort of sums it up – you really – you don't need an imagination to write funny books about Florida. You just need a subscription to the Miami Herald because <laughs> – <laughs> you, know, you can possibly make up weirder things that are going – the first book I wrote about Florida is – Rob, I wrote a book called Big Trouble, and one of the key parts of the plot of Big Trouble was uh, that the Russian gangsters – 're selling weapons, including nuclear weapons, out of a bar uh in uh in, in, in <laughs> Bro, in, in and people people said, "Where did you get the idea for that and i said I got the idea from a story in the Miami Herald about Russian gangsters selling weapons, including nuclear weapons out of a bar <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it's like it just that's that's what that's what makes Florida such a great source of writing. And as you say, the political world, of Florida is fantastically funny, um, not just the national race, but, you know, currently our, our governor is going after what I think we can all agree is the biggest single threat to the American way of life. Disney. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you could get them
0: to lower their prices, I mean, that might be, uh, you know, some benefit that actually comes from this
1: right or yeah or like a free turkey leg or something but no apparently i don't know they uh he's got some problem with it. but but yeah we we have a and in miami as you know we have a wonderful political system where like i've i've often argued we should when we elect uh people to public office we sh- we should have a single ceremony to swear them in and indict them at the same time <laughs>
0: Just the same time. There's always weird stuff going on on street corners here, uh, too, in terms of the type of services uh, that you're uh, able to uh, access. I remember, uh, you know, I thought it was weird, uh, you know, driving through Hialeah on my way to the track uh, and you had the churro salesman and then you had guys selling like limes. And and you were thinking, well, geez, I I was going to make a key lime pie tonight. And I don't have time to go to the store. Thank God this man is here selling like a bag of limes. Uh, and then in Boca, you can get like a Botox shot at a street corner if you uh, have a convertible or uh, the windows are down. Now, what's the strangest thing that that, that you have observed here is just, uh, you know, something that doesn't happen anywhere else.
1: Well, okay. Uh, first of all, the limes. That when I the first time I came to Miami uh, to do a story for the Herald before I lived there and worked for the Herald. Landing 1983, and I landed there. The airport. And I'm lost immediately, um, and I'm in a rental car. I'm the classic, and 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 I'm in the middle of somewhere, and I'm trying to get directions to get to the Miami Herald. And the only person who shot to me was this guy holding a bag of limes on Lejeune <laughs> Road. Like, yes, that's right. so right. weird. <laughs> Why? why is he selling lime and i'm still not sure but my favorite like just sort of like random street thing in miami this is a true story and you may maybe even remember it a couple of homeless guys were fishing in biscayne bay and they caught a nurse shark a six-foot nurse shark and they wanted to to, they they got in their in their heads the idea that they could sell that to a seafood restaurant over on the river on on the miami river so they got a Why they thought that, I don't know. But they had to get across the city, and they didn't have a car. So they get on the people mover with this shark. And I got a phone call from person I know. She said, Dave, I'm I'm commuting. I'm trying to get home. I'm on the people mover, and there's a shark on the people mover. (laughs) And it's not
0: not a lone shark.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So they – they ended up like they couldn't sell it you know cuz who's going to buy it you know anyway and no. they, they, so they left it on the street they left it on the street corner and the next day we had a story in the Miami Herald about people walking you know downtown Miami to see this shark lying on the on the sidewalk <laughs>
0: <laughs> you just left it there that's, yeah, I it. that's I it. classic i know you got to run uh, very busy uh, you know with uh, all of the uh, efforts you're making to uh, let people know about the new book uh, swamp story Dave Barry uh, hopefully we can catch up again it's always a pleasure uh, good to uh, speak with you again and uh, congratulations on all your success yep. and uh, we wish you the best with this uh, new book
1: thank you and that horse that you're, you're, you got in the derby please do not put any money on it for me thank
2: you
0: <laughs> <laughs> always good when the author knows your story as well
2: <laughs> hey you're the general I'm like oh he does know you
0: Uh, Dave Barry, we used to do stuff with Dave Barry, man. He was very popular as a sports commentator. He would come on about weird stuff that happened on the sporting scene. Speaking of which, Luby, and, uh, you know, that was great having Dave Barry on uh, here on Believe uh, After Hours with Defoe and Luby. Tonight's the night. I mean, tonight is a giant night in our South Florida area uh, for uh, the sporting world, where you have uh, two games, both uh, uh, going off around the same time, 7 and 7.30. One in the NBA as uh, the improbable Miami Heat uh, are going against the uh, New York Knicks in game two of their series. Uh, this used to be an arch rivalry. I don't know that the rivalry exists so much anymore. Pat Riley was at the Garden. I don't know what kind of a reception did he get. Uh, I would imagine booed roundly. Uh, Pat Riley showing up there after the, uh, the big thing. Uh, they didn't mind that he was quitting so much, uh, just that he faxed in his resignation.
2: They, they didn't like how it went down. They were not fans of it.
0: Which I've done a couple of times. I I didn't even fax it and I texted it. (laughs)
2: Because
0: you got to beat them to the punch in this business, right? Before that, I always told you that. You know what? Uh, Before they have a chance to, uh, you know, screw you, you have to go ahead and fuck (laughs) them. So have your next job lined up. And then, uh, you know, make sure the last paycheck clears and that you've gotten all your bonus money that you were due for giant, enormous ratings. And even though they were about to fire you, you were able to tell them, Hey, I won't be in on Tuesday. I got a new job. Exactly. I'm going to be working down the street. You should assign me to that uh, non-compete clause because I'll be starting tomorrow to bury you uh, (laughs) in in the rings. (laughs) But uh, anyway, uh, you know, we we have uh, the Miami Heat uh, in in there on kind of an impossible dream. Uh, They beat Milwaukee in five. They beat the Knicks in game number one. The question marks are, Mike Luby Lubitz, will Jimmy Butler their star, who, who has been fantastic, I mean, in the postseason, the best player so far in the postseason, uh, you know, with all due respect to Devin Booker, uh, who now finds himself down 0-2 in the second round against the Denver Nuggets uh, and maybe on the brink of elimination. Butler, 35.5 points per game, 66.2% shooting, uh, 6.8 rebounds per game, 4.7 assists. If he doesn't go, then he'd have uh, what percentage based on 0-100 oh, to 100 chance?
2: 35 I mean I because that's the thing is the Knicks are supposed to banged up with their two best players, too so maybe 50 50 I don't know I, I would normally give them no chance without Jimmy Butler, but With all the questionables between the two teams. I, I really have no idea what to do with this game like I re- like I want to know who's playing or not before I can Analyze it at all like, those are three the three most key players in the series to be brutally honest
0: yeah, I'm, I'm thinking Butler maybe gives it a go. Wasn't he dancing with the Rockets? Did you see that shot he yesterday?
2: He was walking around New York City with nothing on. He didn't have a wrap or anything, and he yeah. wanted to make sure people saw him doing this on in Instagram. Like I find it He tried out, trying out to, good. you know, kick field goals with the Giants <laughs>
0: <laughs> with that same right ankle that was injured in the ballgame. Um, I, I don't know. It looks to me like he, he's going to be ready to go. I think game time decision on that. that. That's key for the Miami Heat, no doubt. And if they yes. do have Butler and you have a compromised uh, Jalen Brunson and, and no uh, Julius Randle, Yes, you no reason nice to believe position. that the Heat won't be up 2-0 in a series.
2: It should put you in a nice position if that's how it shakes out. I just don't know. I feel like you're going to see Brunson. I don't know what's going on with Randall, And I think you're going to see minutes from Butler, but I don't know if he's going to be you know, on a, on a pitch count per se. I, I don't know what the, the deal will be with him. And so your prediction is what? Be. I like. I'm I'm not gonna lie, and it's it's lame. I'm abstaining I, until I know. You're who's taking playing a pass on Until I know who's I playing. Know. Like to, to to just predict when the the top three players, or three of the top four players in the in the series, are questionable. <laughs> like I don't know what to do with that.
0: Well, you wouldn't have Butler down for the count, then if he didn't play tonight, and uh, Tyler Hero has been out. Yep. So you're you're losing your your first two scoring options essentially. I know Bam Adebayo. I, I believe, uh, you know, uh, on his own, uh, what will, will struggle uh, even without Randall in the lineup uh, for the New York Knicks. Uh, so if Butler plays, he ain't win. Butler doesn't play. I'm going to say they go down. I'd be tempted to take the points no matter what because yeah, uh, the Knicks aren't all that great. And, and a bunch of bricklayers, I mean, literally, I mean, they were throwing boulders up there. <laughs> Seven for 34 from three-point range. And just keep chucking, right? You did that in a park. If you were at Rucker Park and you shot seven for 34 from three-point range, you'd be lucky that the tires weren't slashed on your car. You wouldn't have a way out of there. Somebody would jump you on the subway. No one would tolerate that, but the New York Knicks fans uh, were putting up with that, saying, well, you know, it wasn't that bad. We were in the game.
2: I mean, they were in the game. uh, We'll see what
0: happens. I'm going to say the heat destroy the Knicks because the Knicks fans were were, uh, wildly overconfident uh, coming out of their Cleveland series, which they might have had reason to be. But uh, it wasn't good enough reason to think that uh, the Heat, who have suddenly resurrected their game from the grave, had a lousy regular season. It wasn't good enough to convince you that uh, the Knicks are that much better than the Miami Heat. Although this is the NBA, where you saw the Celtics go down to an embiedless 76er team last night at home. And we're convinced now that Bob Kraft is a kiss of death. (laughs) I don't know if he was at the game last night, but the fact that he was at uh, that game six or game five when the Celtics tried to clinch against Atlanta and lost, and then he was at game five when the uh, Bruins tried to uh, wrap up their series uh, against the Florida Panthers and they lost. And then the Bruins went on to uh, lose that series. I I I think – I think he's jinxed the Celtics as well. <laughs>
2: there you go. <laughs> and we'll
0: have them in a, a very a compromising position. We also have Ziha going, and, and uh, the Florida Panthers, improbable winners over the Boston Bruins. Heavy underdogs. I mean, even when the Bruins were, like, uh, down 2 nothing, they kept putting up the FanDuel in-game odds, and the Bruins were still favorite.
2: Oh, yeah. they're favorite That's the, crazy. I think every game in the series, they were favorite.
0: Uh, you know, you're watching the general flow of the game, and you're thinking, uh, th- this is not going the Bruins' way, yet they did get up 3-2 in a game only to be tied in the final minute with, like, 59 seconds to go and then lose in overtime. Panthers now go on to face the Toronto Maple Leafs, a team that had 50 wins in the regular season. And uh, I guess, uh, you know, they, they had, what, what, like 113 points, we were saying?
2: points. 100. They were top five in points. In okay, the and
0: the Panthers were not in that category. They oh. barely scratched their way into the postseason to begin with. On the road tonight, Florida Panthers, Toronto Maple Leafs, Maple Leafs are the most starved franchise in terms of long period of time between uh, now and their last championship. I, I believe they have the, the longest Browns. run without a championship.
2: And maybe the Cleveland Browns, and now that I'm thinking about it, have been an organization that's been around a long time, had a lot of early success, much like the Maple Leafs, and haven't won in a long time. I don't. Toe Blake
0: Browns was a young man is. when they won their last championship. <laughs> the, uh, my man, Andy Bathgate, was like the captain uh, of the Maple Leafs the last time they won a the title. Um Tonight's game, Panthers-Toronto Maple Leafs. Do the Toronto fans look as ash and white as the Bruins fans did after the loss in Game 7 at home when they had to lead with a minute to go? Do they end up just stunned and having to put their snowshoes back on and get back home in Toronto tonight?
2: I sadly for the Panthers, I have a much more definitive opinion, opinion, at least about tonight's game. I don't know what happens in the series. We'll see what Bobrovsky we get. We'll see what you've been
0: steering people people in a dead wrong direction, though, uh, throughout these playoffs. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not
2: saying you to beat my picks. I just feel like the Maple Leafs are so hungry and starved, and they have the truth. As good as Kachuk is, Matthews is the bigger star in the series. Um, I feel like, and they have the much better goaltender. Samsonov is better than fucking Bobrovsky. I I don't know about the series. I I wouldn't put it past the Panthers to possibly win the series, but game one in Toronto, I think the Maple Leafs win game one. All
0: right. Uh, Our man Moneyline Martinez just, uh, he's trying to uh, offset some of the action that he wants to get down every time you speak uh, (laughs) at at books in Croatia. He's had to go to because uh, everybody else is on to the anti-Luby game. So we'll see, but... uh, very big night for our uh, South Florida sports fans. Our, our thanks to Dave Barry for joining us here on the show. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, catch our uh, daily show on South Florida Live, the Defo show. All you have to do is Google the Defo show, and you get all kinds of great stuff on there, including our Degenerate Friday programs, where we'll have uh, predictions on everything, including uh, another burial pick in the Kentucky Derby coming up. We drew post <laughs> positions, and we drew the uh, among the worst of all posts. Although there are several positions uh, in the uh, gate uh, of 20 that that seem to be in in a similar kiss of death category. So is that just arbitrary uh, luck of the draw? Affirmed was the last horse to win from the two-post. There you go. Which our horse, verifying, drew. uh, And and affirmed that won the derby in 1978,
2: for God's sake. 45 years. 35
0: to 1, morning line. And this is the horse we're going to bet?
2: There you go.
0: Stranger things have happened. All right, uh, thanks, people, for tuning in. From Mike Luby-Lubitz, I'm Jeff DeForest. Thanks to Dave Barry. That guy is brilliant. I wish yeah, we had had great. more time with him. So maybe we can get a uh, more elongated uh, or lengthy interview with Dave Barry somewhere down the road, uh, maybe making a private connection. We hope so. Yeah. And uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody, for After Hours. And uh, Mike Luby-Lubitz, I'm Jeff DeForest. I'm uh, reminding you that uh, if you have two local teams like we do tonight going into postseason, uh, regardless of Jimmy Butler's status and uh, the fact that we we're starting Sergey Bobrovsky and Golda Human Civ, in Hylia Park's sizzling hot casino. Get a player's card when you walk through the door for all kinds of generous amenities, including our favorite, free play, when you come out to the ultimate casino and entertainment destination, Hylia Park. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to
1: your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.